Welcome to the Homes by DeGuzman Real Estate Podcast. Your one-stop shop for relevant real estate information that'll help you navigate through today's real estate market. Hey everybody, it's Alex DeGuzman here with your Homes by DeGuzman Real Estate Podcast. Your one-stop shop for real estate information. And as you guys already may know, or if you're new, just want to say thank you for coming and taking time to come by my podcast and listen to it. So whether you're at the gym, you're at work, you're on the treadmill, whatever it may be, in traffic, probably in traffic if you're living in California, then I hope that you can find value in this podcast. And yeah, so whether you're looking to purchase, sell, move, do whatever real estate related, whether it's six months, a year, or honestly never, I hope that this real estate podcast can give you guys value as I definitely do appreciate giving value out to all of you all. So thank you so much. But I'll go ahead and hop straight into it. For this episode, episode five, I'm going to be covering down payment versus closing cost because many times I see that a lot of my first time home buyers get these two terms kind of um, intertwined and that sort of thing. And we just want to make sure that you understand the differences between a down payment and closing cost. And practically what I'm going to be going over is, of course, what ex- what each one of those things are exactly, um, why they're important, why do you have to have them, what they can range from and that sort of thing. And then lastly, how we could definitely lower down those costs depending on um, numerous factors. So by the end of this, you should be able to differentiate the two of them and at the very same time, being able to figure out how to lower down that um, upfront cost and what to expect. So if homeownership seems like something that's coming to you in the near future or just in the future as a whole, you can begin to sort of plan that um, game plan now, right? Because we want to make sure we know our options and we can hit this head first with confidence, you know, with your knowledge and your realtor's knowledge when the time does come. Okay, so what is a down payment exactly? Okay, we'll start with that. Okay, a down payment is practically... Um, it's, it's something that you use to secure financing, right? When you go ahead and you um, apply for a car loan, you put down a down payment. And practically what it is is that when you make this down payment, you risk losing that money if you can't make the house payments and end up in foreclosure. So by having a down payment, this practically gives the, um, the incentive for you guys to all make sure you make your mortgage payments on time. And it ensures the lenders that in the event you're not able to you know, make your payment for whatever the circumstances may be. They they have a little bit of legway um, for the months that you're not paying your mortgage. So it's just sort of that collateral thing. And typically, um, when you put down more of a down payment, you can get a lower interest rate and vice versa, right? Because um, typically you're get you're given a more um, higher interest rate if you're a little bit more riskier of a borrower in the eyes of the lender. So that's why you have to do it. You have to give a down payment because of the fact that they want to make sure that you know. You have something to lose in the event that you reach foreclosure for whatever the circumstances may be, okay? And with down payments, you always hear a multitude of things being, how much do I need to put down? I've heard of 0% down payments. I've heard of 5%. I heard of 3.5%. I heard of 20. I heard of 10. Which one is it? And the answer to that is, that's all correct, it just depends on your your circumstances, right? So first and foremost, I just want to make the disclosure that you know, um, certain rates that I'm that I'm going to be saying is typically a generality for a majority of mortgages. Um, however, every lender is different, so please contact your local mortgage consultant or your your local mortgage professional to make sure that um, they're 
they have they may have different programs that that may be a little bit different than what I have to offer based on certain criteria. And I'll make sure to go more into that in the podcast episode. But I just want to say that whatever I'm saying is not set in stone, but it's mainly a generality for a majority of more just out there in this industry. So um, we'll start off with the primary residence. So if you have a primary residence, typically your down payment can either be 0, 3.5% or 5%. Right. So when it comes to zero percent, if you're um, if you qualify for a VA home loan or you, you know, you qualify for a first time homeowner, excuse me, down payment assistance program, you may be able to get zero percent down. But of course, with those with those mortgage programs, you have to have a special income. We'll use the down payment assistance program, for example. Um, you have to have a special income, certain job and that sort of thing to qualify. There's numerous factors. And of course, your mortgage professional can go more into that. Um, but then, if, for example, if you're a VA home buyer, then that's a zero percent down payment. Remember, don't get that twisted with your closing costs. Now, the next set of down payment um, percentages is your FHA, your FHA loan. This is also um, a very desirable first-time homebuyer type of mortgage, which typically requires you to be a primary residence of the property, and the down payment is 3.5%, right? And then, of course, let me go ahead and backtrack real quick. You're going to hear me say percentages a lot and that sort of thing. Um, when I say 3.5% or 0%, that just means that's how much of the purchase price of the down payment you'll be required to put down. So let's say you have a property that you're purchasing for 100000 and I say 0%, I mean 0% for down payment. Or if I say, okay, 3.5% um, for, and then your purchase price is 100000 then at a minimum, you're going to have to put down a down payment of 3500 and then of course you'll prorate those numbers based off of you know whatever the purchase price is so if you'll do 500,000 then you'll just say okay then you'll put you'll do 3.5 percent times 500,000 and whatever that number is then okay you're good to go and that's what your down payment is and that can help you sort of determine that and then you just prorate it accordingly okay so so far I've covered a VA home loan or first-time homebuyer programs depending if you qualify or not which are zero percent down and then you have your FHA loans, which is 3.5% of the purchase price. And then you have your conventional loans, which is 5% of the purchase price typically, right? So those are the three main first-time homebuyer ones for a prime residence, meaning that that's the um, place of residence you plan on occupying. Now, uh, when, I started, when I said that every lender is different, every lender has special programs. Like I've seen conventional loans that are, you know, typically 5%. Well, you know what? It's this home... Um, owner or aspiring homeowner borrower is getting a one percent down payment because different lenders offer different types of you know special programs and you know they base that off of your collateral your credit you know your income practically all the factors that I talked about in episode four and you know some homeowners excuse me some lenders may have special programs so keep that in mind now, if you were going for a secondary home loan, typically that ranges anywhere from 10 to 15%, um, depending on your debt-to-income ratio, and then a majority of investment properties are 20% down. So keep that in mind. These are, these are just very you know, um, standard-level numbers. I know for some of you more seasoned investors or home buyers that are thinking about hard money, private money, that sort of thing, we'll go more into that into another episode, but this is mainly covering the basics. So remember, down payment is, is practically made to sort of incentivize you um, as the borrower to make sure that you pay back that debt and also it protects the lender in, in addition to lender insurance I mean mortgage insurance if you are to foreclose or not be able to make the payments they have a little bit of collateral to work with and typically these down payments range anywhere from 0% to 20% and that just depends truly on your 
on your situation, whether you're a primary residence, secondary investment, that sort of thing. But a majority of first-time home buyers and, and primary residence down payments are anywhere between zero and five percent, right? And of course, double check with your lender to see if there's, if there's any special programs that you may possibly qualify for. And one quick note that I really want to make on the side that um, a lot of people tend to overlook is that um, when you go on Zillow or Redfin or Trulia or any, like, uh, let's say, mortgage calculator, right? This is not to take a jab at any of those companies, but when you're just home shopping in general, uh, make sure that when you see these these mortgage calculators that, that's on the um, on the screen, you're making sure to go ahead and go click on the advanced option. You want to make sure that, you know, you go ahead and you, and you see that because many times these these mortgage calculators are already assuming that you're putting 20% down, right? To give you the best rates and that sort of thing and, and get the best payment. You want to make sure that if you're seriously looking into purchasing and you're on Zillow or that sort of thing, you make sure you edit that to 0% or 5% or whatever you think your down payment's going to be in your in your family situation so you can get a more accurate representation on the data that you're trying to, trying to procure, right? So that's just a little side tip for me of a down payment. I hope that covered a lot of it. Now, I want to talk about Closing costs now, okay? So closing costs. So closing costs, I always love to use this reference. It's practically, it's it's like the shipping and handling fees of Amazon, right? When you're buying an, when you're buying a item off of Amazon, you want to make sure that is in fact the item you are getting. That you're gonna in fact make sure that you know, you're gonna get it on time and all of these things. And then behind the scenes of the shipping and handling is like the the personnel that packs your bags, you know, ships it off to a carrier, which then the carrier ships it off to you, and there's just a lot of back-end work, right? And that's the processing fees. Well, that's exactly what closing costs are. Closing costs is practically the same concept, but in regards to purchasing a home or selling a home. And closing costs are also called settlement fees, which m many times will need to be paid when you obtain a mortgage. And these fees are charged by the people representing your purchase. So that's your lender, your real estate agent, or the other third parties involved in your transaction. So that's the escrow and that sort of thing. And and here are some of the, f the, the fees that can be included in closing costs, which is government recording costs, appraisal fees, credit report fees, lender origination fees, title services, tax services, survey fees, attorney fees, underwriting fees, and, and just a bunch of other fees um, that you'll be able to see that's um, itemized when the time comes. And we should also be able to provide you with a net sheet, or your realtor, excuse me, should be able to provide you with a, with a rough net sheet um, estimated, of course, before the transaction so you could kind of get a wag of what you're looking at and same with your lender and that sort of thing. Um, now people will say, how much are closing costs? Well, typically it's between two to 5% of your purchase price, right? So again, when I say two to 5%, that means um, on that means of the purchase price, right? So if you have something that's 100,000, then we know, okay, if it's 100,000 and it's 2%, then okay, then that's $2,000, right? And then so keep that in mind. Now, how do we get the overall number as far as how much do I need to close the transaction? Okay, now let's use a purchase price of 100000 And let's say you are using an FHA loan, which is 3.5% down payment. And then, you know, we said closing costs is between 2 to 5%. Well, let's go ahead and say 3%, right? Let's just say on average 3%. Well, then you're going to do this. You're going to add the FHA loan being... 3.5% plus 3% of the closing costs, which is 6.5%. So now 6.5% of a $100,000 purchase price is $6,500. So 
So that's how much you can expect to bring um, upfront when you're closing on a real estate transaction of 100,000. And then of course, you're gonna prorate those numbers when you know, you're know you dealing with different numbers. So let's say you go with 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, just prorate it just like that. So this is the exact same concept is very um, basic level. You could definitely go ahead and do that yourself as well. And then your realtor or also your lender should be able to help you with getting a little bit more of a realistic number if that's um, you know something that you would like. You just want to make sure that you always know a general basis of, of what that is and then give or take a percent. Now, how can we lower down that initial down payment, right? Or how can we lower down these closing costs? Because we, because de- you, you hear many times, I didn't pay anything in closing costs. Or I didn't have to pay any down payment, right? Well, this is how you could do it with, let's say, an FHA loan, right? Depending on your loan program, and always you'll always ask your lender, typically what will happen is they can get help. You can get help, whether it's um, getting assistance through their program or whether it's, let's say, a gift. Your parents are giving you a gift to say, hey, you know what, congratulations on purchasing a new home. We want to help you out. Here's $8,000. That could be acceptable too. Um, you can, you could definitely sometimes um, take a lump sum out of your retirement. Excuse me, I don't know why I blinked there for a second. You can do those different other ways to, to help you with your down payment. So, you know, if you don't have 40000 sitting in your savings or whatever the case may be, depending on your, your minimum requirement, those are other ways. So gift, special programs, and that sort of thing. Now, when it comes to closing costs, how can we um, go ahead and figure out lowering that closing cost price? Well, one, could be a lender credit. So sometimes you'll hear something where a lender can give you um, a little bit higher of an interest rate. And so let's say you're at a 3.75% and you say, you know what, um, I would like uh, to spend $80 more on my mortgage payment a month, but the lender will be able to credit me, let's say, four to $5,000, saving you the cash up front. Then you could definitely go ahead and do that. That's called a lender credit. So sometimes um, lenders charge different rates for different, you know, lender credit so make sure you you look at your options now that's one way to do it and some people say okay well if i'm paying 80 dollars extra a month over the course of 30 years then you know i'm going to pay over i'm going to pay a lot more over the course of my 30 year mortgage well that may be true um, but on majority um well for a majority of homeowners they actually move up every 10 years so just according to the national association of realtors so the average homeowner will ride out their mortgage for about 10 years before upgrading. You know, you get a bigger bigger family, you get a better job, and you're ready to upgrade. So typically, um, you won't really ride it out to 30. But just keep that in mind that you could ride it out to 30. But those are some options for you to weigh out. So lender credit's one. Um, number two is, of course, you could get some gifts, but just make sure to verify that with your mortgage professional. And then lastly, negotiation. So typically, when you go through a real estate transaction, when you're making an offer, Buyers can ask for, hey, you know what? I need help with closing costs. So um, I would like the seller to give me 8000 of their proceeds to assist me with their closing costs. So that's one. So asking through negotiation. Now, be wary of this. You just have to make sure that as you're negotiating this with your realtor, we should be in close contact with your lender to see that, okay, are we allowing... You know, does our mortgage um, program allow us to take in $8,000 worth of um, closing cost credit and that sort of thing? And then also keep in mind that 
asking for closing costs in an offer can sometimes you know be the make or break it for you getting your offer accepted so keep that in mind so three things that we have to help with closing costs it could be gifts it could be um, lender credits it could be negotiation tools and all of these things will vary depending on the situation depending on how bad you may want the home if it's a bidding war that sort of thing so these, those are some other ways to mitigate the closing costs now one thing that I just want to kind of put the rumor out there, when you're talking about different mortgage programs and different lenders and different stuff, just make sure you're looking at the numbers because the numbers don't lie and make sure to always consult your mortgage professional. I really just, you hear me stress that a lot. It's just that many times I get a lot of buyers and leads and people that want to go ahead and purchase the home and they say, hey, you know what? Well, my friend said that I was able to, you know, get a 0% down payment with no closing cost, right? I didn't pay anything out of pocket. And da, 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 da. and as they always say, you know, if your neighbor got the same car as you and you guys bought at the same dealership, probably 10 times out of 10, your neighbor got a better deal than you. So just keep in mind that make sure as you're discussing these options, you just contact a mortgage professional because the numbers don't lie, to be honest. So that's the main difference between the closing cost and the down payment. Down payment's a requirement. Closing cost is a, is a totally separate charge. It's like the shipping and handling um, fees of purchasing a home just like when you're getting an item off of Amazon and that's definitely important to note they're two separate things and depending on the type of loan program that you have that can definitely affect your down payment so let me go ahead and summarize all of this again real quick what do you need to take away from this take away the few things one there's a difference between a down payment and closing cost these are two separate costs Make sure to keep that in mind. It's down payment plus the closing cost equals your overall you know, total cash to close. Um, number two, there's different ways that you can mitigate these down payment and closing costs upfront fees, whether it's you know, lender's credit, whether it's um, a gift, whether it's negotiation, whether it's those, those things. So just because you hear 5% or 3% or of closing costs does not mean you are going to pay 35%. It just varies, but you want to make sure you always understand your bottom line and we'll play devil's advocate here. And then lastly, when it comes to down payment programs, it's different. It is different, right? There's no one silver bullet for all mortgages. It's different to your scenario, whether it's a VA loan or you're a teacher or it's a first-time homebuyer down payment assistance programs and you meet the criteria or... You know, are you going to FHA, or are you going secondary home loan, or are you going conventional, whatever it may be. There's a multitude of options, so make sure to contact your lender, okay? So I'll say that again. Contact your lender. Make sure that, you know, you figure out a mortgage program that works best for you. And if you ever need, you know, assistance finding somebody, I can help you as well. And then for down payment, just understand that these are just minimums, and there's a difference between that and closing cost. And, and lastly, the closing cost, there's different ways to mitigate that upfront cost okay so now with that being said i hope you guys all enjoyed the down payment versus closing costs and what each one of those meant i hope you guys were able to get some value from it and picked a few things that maybe you didn't already know that you could just you know have in your mental tool belt for the rest of your life um, and if you guys ever happen to have any questions at all anything feel free to give me a call at 714-655-9910 or send me an email at homesbytheguzman at gmail.com. So I say again, homesbytheguzman at gmail.com or give me a text or call at 714-655-9910. And lastly, let me know what you guys thought. If you guys liked it, if, if I was able to add value for you guys, please, I would very much appreciate it if you left me a five-star review and wrote, and wrote a quick little review like, 
next podcast or something like that. And if you didn't like it, feel free to give me one star and just let me know what you didn't like about it. And like I said, thank you so much for all of the support. And I definitely look forward to making the next episode and continue to add value to you guys. Happy holidays and I'll definitely be making more. So thank you guys so much. Until next time.